What up, what up, what up, world? How you doing today? Is your boy D Loops, aka Do It All Loops, here with my boy. Artificial AV looks good. Motivate Mariners on the way. We are the creators of the Stu Beat Showcase, and we bring to you the Beat Club podcast where producers are heard. The best place to hear new beat makers from around the globe. Here we keep it real about the music and cut to the facts with the help of special guests and listeners worldwide. If you wish to join our Beat Club podcast community, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Beat Club Podcast, and join our private producer group on Facebook by searching the Stu Colon. Beat Club, Artificial Wavy, what's poppin', man? It's been forever. Yeah, man. We haven't been here in, what, like two weeks? Yeah. Almost. It's, yeah, it's been two quite weeks. some time, man. Uh, that feels one... weird. Almost feels like we should never take a <laughs> podcast off, ever. I feel like a newbie right now. Yeah, kind of. weird. Uh, I feel like I'm going to, like, like the first day on the job, and you like you might fuck up a little bit, but... Yeah, that's how I feel. But I think we'll be all right, man. We've only been doing it for like 86 episodes. So. <laughs> I think yeah, we're all pretty right. damn long. Man. How's everything else with you, though? Uh, I'm cool. I got a little bit of energy, so I can't complain. Just a little bit, though. Just, Just a little, little bit. bit. Well, hopefully you have enough energy to lift your beer and drink it like so. Yeah. Hold up. That's a Nintendo hoodie? Yeah, fam. That's fire. I need that. Thank you, fam. Target. I need that. I tell everybody where I get my shit from. Fuck it. Target, man, $18 while you can get it right now. I seen it. <laughs> I made sure I could fit it, and I was like, let's go. Little, my son was like, well, that's Nintendo, right? I was like, yeah. I was like, but you don't know about the 64, though. Nah. 64, was the, wasn't that the first game to really introduce four players playing out all at once? Uh, yeah. Nintendo innovative, fam. That's why it's my favorite system. Uh, Dimitri, you played Nintendo 64 when you were younger? Yeah, it was my first game system. What, what game did you give people the SmackDown in? Like, what was your shit? Uh, either Mario 64 or uh, mm. what was the other one? Super Smash Brothers? Uh, who was your character, sir? Uh, Pikachu. You said who? Pikachu. Oh, yeah. I Pikachu. can't hear out the headphones. Oh, uh, that's cool. Pikachu my, was fire, though. Yeah. Link was my guy. I give anybody the ass whooping with Link. Mm. Easy. Or Mario Kart. That was my joint. I never played Mario Tennis, so I, I, I don't. I'll kill anybody in I'm, Mario Tennis. Yeah. I put money on it. He he constantly says this, and I've never played Mario Tennis. <laughs> hey, I'll What's get it? Mario Tennis in studio. We'll see. <laughs> Yo, let's, what? Let's Yo, do you it. know what? We can do Mario Tennis, and if you can get GoldenEye. Any of you guys got GoldenEye? Nah, I didn't get it yet. All right, because go- you ever played GoldenEye? Yeah. Man, don't want the smoke, fam. That's still like one of the best multiplayer shooters. Better than Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is, man. Uh, anything else we, uh, you want to share with the people, bro? Are you good? Nah, I, I think it's been a while, so we need to hear some beats. I haven't really been listening to beats, but I have listened to new albums, though. Oh, really? Like um, Usher's joint with Zaytoven. A, a whole joint with Zaytoven? Listen, a whole... I, yeah. I got to get flipped. We nah, gotta, you already we'll know. that for another show. All right. <laughs> Your face says it all. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, okay. So a whole joint with Zaytoven. I love those type of collabs. I think those are awesome, especially when they're the whole album. I'm going to have to check that out now. Is, wait, is it worth checking out? Just, just tell me before I, I don't want to waste my time. Nah, you gotta, you gotta listen. I'm not gonna All sit right. here. And, yeah, you All gotta right. listen. All right, you have to. All right. Well, speaking of listening, man, uh, some good news uh, for some announcements. Uh, the audience for our beach just got a little bit bigger, man. The Beat Club podcast is happy to announce that we're now available on Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, and Spotify. Airhorn for that motherfucker. I feel like there's a couple more. Oh, there's a, there's a hell of a lot more Google Podcasts. Uh, they're all out there. Basically, Google us and you'll find us. But we are now on Spotify, which then means that these beats that you send in will be heard by more and more people. That is the goal of this whole Beat Club Podcast culture. So be correct with sending your beats in because if they're trash, that means more people in the world will hear your trash ass beat. <laughs> 
but uh nah I'm I'm very very happy about that that was something we've been wanting for quite some time and uh now we just made our platform a little bit bigger man so we just want to put on for you guys and you gals that make beats and make dope shit so thank you just keep on submitting and make sure that you stream us on those networks we'll put a blast up there as well on like Instagram and Twitter just so you guys know exactly what to look up but we are out there we're making moves let's get it uh outside of that man we weren't here last week because of a very special event that we put on called the Stew Beat Showcase. So uh, last Sunday was pretty eventful. It, yeah. It was pretty surprising as well. Um, shout out to our performances, man. We had Red Shades, Ocho. We also had uh, some live painting by Dash, who did a phenomenal job. Uh, we raffled off that piece at the end of the show. But uh, I got to say this. I was very impressed with our two winners. Yeah. And especially since the scores were so friggin close with fam everybody on the panel i think it was the closest um it was very close scores we had a ever. tie like ever yeah <laughs> it was a tie for first place uh and then we had uh who was it it was um chris fidello who was yeah. basically off by one point yeah somebody threw this out there like what the hell is we gonna do if there was a three-way tie oh we haven't battled it out at the end easy we've done that before have we yep with who? We did it at the shit. finale or something one time. I feel like we had people battle it out. There, there could only be one winner. We had it happen. Hmm. There's only had this is like our second time at we've finale, ever happened. Though? I don't remember. I'm not I sure, remember that shit. But I know it happened though. We battled it out. Last beat, beat for beat, and just made it happen. But uh I can Damn. say this, man, with all the technical difficulties that Soul experienced in like round two or round three, I I thought he wasn't gonna make anything happen. And yo, it came back, fam. That's why I tell everybody, don't let one round discourage you. No. At the stew, anything can happen. Anything. Yo, he no waves were working. Nothing was working with his system, but somehow he pulled it out the bag and made that work. And I guess the other story is Eddie Random from the Suicide Squad just got nominated on the panel by his group. You know what I mean? He's, he's amongst other great producers as well, but he got nominated. I haven't heard uh, Eddie Random at the stew in quite some time came through did a lot of his beats live was it like live with machine yeah he was you, um you know twisting knobs and all that making that happen right, it looked yeah. impressive from where i was sitting so and he was just demolishing shit from the get-go man so shout out to eddie random from the suicide squad and soul man congratulations you guys are in a finale that we will see you guys december 2nd we're gonna what put tickets on sale top of november shit probably this week cool there you go we heard the first <laughs> artificial Why agent not? man uh but really really good time man i'm looking forward to the finale because we have a hell of a panel uh but outside of that anything else that we got to say to the folks nah but if you plan on coming to the grand finale what we usually do is put the tickets out for way cheaper early so yep. if you get them early you get the cool price cool people price yo and i heard because I, I know you know we, we're in discussion slightly, but I heard there might be a chance for a wild card slot at the grand finale so that you can, you might be able to show up and you might be able to leave with a thousand dollars that night, that night. But we'll see how that plays out, because I got to talk to the creators of the Stubie Showcase first to make sure that all happens. Uh, but yeah, man, Dimitri, you got anything you want to say to the people? Or can we just get into these beats? Let's we'll just get into it. All right, cool. With no further ado.
right, y'all. So check it out. What we do each and every Sunday here at the Beat Club Podcast is we have a place called thebeatclubpodcast.com where producers can go and upload as many fire beats as possible. That's right. As many fire beats as possible. We take some of these beats and we place them in a folder and play them for the first time ever on our show. We give our feedback and decide if we're going to keep or cut the beats. All beats that are kept get placed on a fire instrumental mix that we release called Writer's Block. And that's just a way of showing love to the producers who participate. And big shout out to Beatmakers Boutique for helping us reward dope beats from dope producers as we search for our beat of the month. Get nominated and you could win a free sound pack from Beatmakers Boutique. Make sure you follow them on IG and show love. And for everybody that's involved on social network as far as Facebook and Twitter, do know that we put up a poll on Twitter for each and every beat so you can cast your vote and let us know if you would keep or cut it. As well, if you're on Facebook, feel free to put any angry faces, thumbs, smiley faces, or just comment and communicate with the culture because that's just what we do. All right. And look who we got in right on time, man. Motivate, man. Hi, hi, Karen. You're going to say hi to me one day. One of these days. <laughs> one of these days. So, yeah, so uh, I think that's about it. How you doing? Good, good. Good, We got Tony Morgan in the building. Uh, but uh, yeah. we're going to get into these beats first, man. Matter of fact, hold on. Before we get into these beats, Mary. Yo. You doing okay? I'm well, man. Your I'm ears here. tuned and everything I'm, good right I'm now? I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I feel like I ain't been here in a minute. What up, Dimitri? What's going on? Yeah, I feel like. It's been it's been quite some time. Yeah, it's been, it's been a little while. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we got the lovely Tony Morgan right here next to us. Hey. Hey, you ready to listen to some beats? I know you just kind of dropped ready. in. All right. Cool. So uh, with no further ado, man, who we got? Who's the first on the chopping block? All right. So first up we got, this is A-Side with gold. All right, let's take a listen to right now the B-Club podcast. Keep it or cut it. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Anybody cutting this beat? I'm not. You're not? No? No It's a keeper. It's unanimous. It's unanimous out the gate. Any feedback on it whatsoever? I think it was a good way to start the show. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. It it knocked. I didn't know. I mean, I thought it was cool. I just didn't know how the the mix was all together. At at times, it sounded like it could have been better. Yeah, I couldn't tell, really. Um, But I think that's the only thing I would kind of pick beef with when it comes to this beat just the mixing just a little bit but outside of that pretty much unanimous across the board yes sir people online are saying i'd keep it dope so uh 
Unanimous. Easy. Keep it. Who we got next, fam? Hold on. I'm blind. Oh, damn. Can't see the song. It's real when you got to, like, increase the size and, like, yeah, squint. I want to look real old. I'm like, <laughs> like, but next up, we got Feel Good from the Beat Villains with Damn, Son. All right, let's take a listen to it right now on the Beat Club Podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go. <laughs> beat club let's talk about artificial wave man how you feel about this beat yeah so i gotta cut this one strictly because it sounds it sounds dated and you know we hate using that word here but it just sounds like that that time when little john was popping Mm -hmm. and this is my guy feel good this is my guy he obviously knows how to put together a beat like progression and all that stuff but it's just the sounds and yeah, it's actually it's just the sounds. It is. The sound. <laughs> it's just the sounds. Sound That's selection. it. That's it. So I gotta cut it. I I would definitely say the sound selection for sure. I feel like if they substituted the sounds for something just a little bit better or something that knocked a little bit more and left them in those same pockets, we might have a completely different beat altogether. So I'm gonna say, uh, cut it. Motivate Marin said, cut it. Tony Morgan. What would you She's say? Snipping. <sighs> you guys can't hear it. That is a cut it so it sounds like unanimous across the board that was a silent cut that was yeah that was like <laughs> damn people said didn't like the change up that's not bad right there i'd keep it but you got smart boy got the slice 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 man so sounds like a cut it. it's all about balance man we start off with a keep it <laughs> back up with a cut it let's get one more in there man who we got next so next up we got trippy pizza with so fly all right when's the last time you said that as a as a man like I'm feeling probably like 2011. That's a while ago, right? Yeah. I hope this isn't 2011-ish. We'll give it a shot, though. Let's take a listen to it right now on the B-Club Podcast. Keep it or cut it. Let's go. Was that when that 3-6 Mafia stuff was up? So, fly. I, I, I was around that time? I don't remember years, yo. <laughs> I got the worst memory. Are we good? Is it, you can't it's not it. playing. <laughs> <laughs>
beat club let's talk about it anybody cutting this beat i'm not cutting it but i almost wanted to when it first started it was just like but when once that second part came in with the bass line and all that that's when i, I got into it. it it became a vibe that i liked so i'm gonna keep it all right motivate man did you hear enough yeah i'll keep it it's cool tony did you hear enough Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I wasn't a, I was a little too comfortable. <laughs> Keeping my feet back. Um, yeah, I wasn't initially um, uh, uh, one over at first, but I feel like I really like the energy. So um, I'm going to keep it. All right. We got people online saying, eh, cut, 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 more cut. Sounds dope. I'm fucking with it. Um, <laughs> so random. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in between, man. I wasn't super impressed. Wasn't super moved, but it was okay. So, um, I mean, it's gonna get kept anyways by majority vote. So, I guess I'll keep it. That's Damn right. right. Uh, so let's keep it from around the room. Yes, sir. Another, yeah. another unanimous. Keep it. Keep it. Easy. All right, man. So let's take some time to introduce our guests and get to know our guests, man. We got Tony Morgan in the building. Can we clap it up one time, please? Oh yeah. <laughs> For the listeners who don't know you, let them know who you are and where you're from, where you're representing. Uh, what's up, everybody? My name is Tony Morgan. I'm originally from Toronto, Canada, the six, representing. Um, but I live in Boston now, so I'm in Boston. And uh, I am the founder of an organization called The Beat Academy, which uh, was founded in Toronto, Um but I, I live a whole bunch of lives. So <laughs> in Boston, I do a little bit of Beat Academy and a little bit of other things. Um, but yeah, no, happy to be here. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, how long have you been doing the uh, Beat Academy for? Uh, we started in 2012, and then we got official in 2014. Oh, dope. Yeah. Uh, wh- what is it exactly? Uh, so we're an organization dedicated to showcasing and educating producers who want to make money from their art um and so we started as a showcase um and so like guys like eloquent were like the first people to showcase in our shows um fresh kills um memorex uh tool men from tribe called reb like a bunch of people would we just kind of would get together um and I, I don't make music, but I'm definitely uh, a mastermind when it comes to figuring out ways to get um, artists connected to a larger a larger audience. Mm-hmm. And so that showcase turned into um, opportunities to start traveling the world and producing these events. Um, and so started getting involved with 
um, Wonder uh, Boy Wonder and OVO and Wonder Girl and it just things just kind of went bananas. Um, so yeah, so so a lot of our alums have produced for some of the world's you know most loved artists: Rihanna, Jay Z, Eminem, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on. But awesome. So yeah. do you, do you have to be? from the six in order to get involved or how does that work no not at all no i mean shout out to i mean we got people in in dallas we got people in houston uh we got fam in la um really it's just so um our battles are organized by regions and what we do is we when we connect with those regions um we organize ways for people to network because the thing i think I think the thing that I found most successful in my own career is like my world opens up when I meet someone from another place and then they show me their world. Right. Mm, and so yep. that's what we've been trying to do. Um, so you don't have to be from Toronto, um, but you have to be willing to travel because that, that I mean, we function and operate as like a pop up. Um, and so and that's because we a we don't want to we want to make space for the networks that already exist locally. So we're never trying to like infringe on other, any other people's territory. Yeah. But we want to draw attention and build momentum around that. So the reason like for for example, when we did L.A. during Grammy week, like we collaborated with a bunch of people from L.A. Um, and that made things so much easier um, for the producers to come in and just like walk into a studio mm-hmm. um, because it wasn't like where are you coming from and what are you doing? So, yeah, so you don't have to be from the you have to be prepared to travel you have to be willing to open up your network um, and you got to be prepared to take off because so far a lot of the producers that come into contact with us like their, their careers take off so what uh like naturally what is their their age range is, is are you guys kind of accepting anybody who's just in the production game or is it something where it's kind of more to just the youth or who do you uh, play to it's a it's a broad range so uh we i would say if you're old enough to get into the club who <laughs> 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 will take you that being said i have escorted uh you know i've had for for battles like I've, I've definitely escorted like 17 and 18 year olds you know into the club so that they can compete in our shows um but we've also we do um we do a lot on our on the education side of things we do yeah. workshops um and a lot of uh, science teachers mostly call us in to do like workshops around like the physics of sound and like STEM related type of um, uh, things. But we focus on, we call them like uh, hit makers in the making. So producers who are already committed to their craft, then maybe they're like learning from YouTube. Maybe they went to school for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have a little, a, a, a little understanding of the technical skill or have enough of an understanding. But what they want to know is like, how do I go from like just ha- having the technical skill to like, being dope like how do i connect to people how do i build an audience and so the beat academy really focuses on how to do that that's all what i mean what about your life kind of led you into kind of focusing on the production sound like the production side of things being that you said you don't make music right, right. so what, what led you there um so this is i'm gonna try to be really brief about that um <laughs> so you guys remember eight mile yes okay so before I did uh, beat battles, I did MC battles. And before the internet had voice and video, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was an internet rapper. Oh, what? <laughs> so, what was your name? I'm not even, no. Nope, you got to share. What's your name? Nope, Go and do nope, that. Did it have much. MC at the beginning? <laughs> no. All right. Okay. No. Just checking. <laughs> it had lady at the beginning. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Got you. Um, but I like I was trying to think about like where to get beats and how to get beats. And, you know. Uh, that's where underground hip hop became really important to me. Um, sad, sad that it doesn't exist for the, mm-hmm. for y'all who don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But I started by doing um, MC battles 
thinking like I could live vicariously through everybody on stage because um, life was also at the same time like really crazy for me so like I was producing these events but like living in a shelter and was like okay I need to get my life together mm-hmm. um, but I stay connected to all these people because I could really identify with the hustle um, and so my gift is being able to organize people and like re- like make a show work make a show pop like make something that seems kind of regular like really interesting to people yeah so before eight mile we were doing our shows and we had done them for about a year and a half and then uh eight mile i think came out on like november 22nd or something in canada and our last show was december 6th Mm -hmm. so like we had built like almost two years of like crazy momentum and these guys like popped and took off right and so then the question was like okay so for everyone who's a battle rapper like if i want to make the next like if I want to make the next move, like where do I, like how do where do I get beats from? Like who do I work with? Yeah. Um. And so I held that, like I kept that for a while and was trying to figure out what to do with that. And then a couple years later, um, with like Junior T and Rich Kid, who are um, local Toronto cats. Rich uh, Junior T is the the DJ now um, and one of the producers for Jesse Reyes. Mm-hmm. Um. But I was like, yo, what if we did something that only focused on producers building audiences so that artists could find those producers and then they could build their sound together, right? And so that was, so we created a live beat battle. Um, So it was like live NPC, like just on the spot battle. And so, you know, um, that's kind of how it led me to to music production. But then like once I was there, like it was like, this was a no brainer. Like this is, this is where I need to be. So been there ever since. That's dope. That's dope. Well, thank you just for coming through to the show. You yeah, know, what I mean, thanks for having me. Uh, this is this is awesome, and I, I hope we can pick up some more gems from you throughout the show as well. Because I'm I'm just happy to to have you here. That's awesome. There's plenty <laughs> plenty of gems. Plenty of gems. We're gonna get back into some beats though. Uh, Artificial wave man. Who we got next, bro? All right. So next up, we got beats banging. Why does that sound familiar? Did that's that's the homie that was the um yeah uh the last one. Possibly. Oh, from New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. he did come from New York. With, that came with like the big giant CPU <laughs> yeah. joint. Oh, he came wow. with his did, whole... you, did you watch his Instagram that night? You didn't watch his ah. Oh man, he was funny. Yeah, he was. He was, he was funny. He was cl- like he was, he was clowning, clowning himself. Yeah, that, that was that was that, <laughs> that attitude though. That's the perfect. Ad, like I yep. commend him for that because yeah. like he didn't take himself too seriously. Like he was never like upset. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like he was just like, you know what? I'm gonna roll with the punches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it. it is what it is. So yeah, I, I do remember him. <laughs> All right, cool. And what does it be called? Yo lung. <laughs> Yo lung. <laughs> All right, let's take a listen to it right now on the B Club podcast. Keep it to cut it. Let's go. Roll it up, take the pools much. 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 Roll it up, take the pools
Beat Club, let's talk about it. Anybody cutting this beat in this room? The faces, no? No. No? no? This is like this face of like, hmm. Everybody has a hmm <laughs> on their face. What is, what is that? I'll rock with it. So let's talk about it. I mean, what, what grew on you? What had to grow on you? Was it? I mean, I, I think I just had to put different airs on. Like, I, yeah. you know, I think based off the title, like, I think I might have been expecting expecting something different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, once it started, like, it was like, oh, okay, this is the zone you're going in. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at first, I was just like, I, I don't know. Then the bass line came in, and I was like, all right, word. Would you bring I'm, this to the gym? I'm in. Huh? Would you bring this to the gym? To the gym? Would you get Hell some cardio yeah. in? Class. Yes, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe a spin class. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that vibe for, for, for a grown man workout. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That seemed kind of like Richard Simmons. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Have you your know? leotards on deck. <laughs> So that, is that a keep it, man? Yeah, I'm gonna keep it. Artific- I, I was thinking safe keep it, but I'm not gonna throw my safe out there again. I'll keep it. I'll keep it straight up. Artificial, man. Uh, what's popping? It's a keep. The only my only beef was with the transitions between each part that just went from here to there. Like it mm-hmm. was crazy, but um, still had my attention. So I'm gonna keep it. People online are saying house beat, huh? Hey, I like the hook, but not feeling the chops in the verse. Different, different. Thumbs up. Tony, do you feel any different? Yeah, it feels like a. It would be a really good contender for a battle beat. Um, mm. It definitely. Uh, it would like throw people off and then get them hype. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah. Um, and I was like, I I liked it. It made me think of Tiana Taylor. So if there was like enough space in the beat, you could probably get a Tiana Taylor like work kind of thing going on. Yeah. I'm doing dance moves. Y'all can't see. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can see. You. Oh, right. Oh, well, well, face, <laughs> Facebook got you. <laughs> So yeah, that's to I keep, keep it. I would keep it. All right, I'm gonna say the same. I, I was actually pretty surprised by just everything. The tempo. Uh, I, I like music that makes that that gives you that type of energy and gives you that type of vibe. So I'll go with the keep I it, know. man. The Cuddy fan over there. You can hear Cuddy on it. Did Cuddy do something on it. Cuddy, Cuddy can hum on anything. Pause. <laughs> but yeah, he might he might be able to. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Super pause. <laughs> this is a super pause. All right. But uh, yeah, I'm just gonna say that's a keep it. We have at least four pause moments in the show. Yeah. Like, it just happens. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> That's one. Yeah, the, the pause game is good for podcast purposes. <laughs> Who we got next, man? <clears throat> so next up, we got Big Fish First. First official with Yuck. Ugh. All right. Let's take a listen <laughs> to it right now. The Beat Club Podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go.
Beat Club. Let's talk about it. That's a unanimous keep it. Unanimous keep it from everybody in the room. That's what we saying. I felt the energy. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Keep it. (laughs) Shout out first official too. It was yuck. (laughs) My guy. Yeah, we still. Yeah. First official's cooking right now. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I was in the studio with him uh, oh, last week. Halo songs on. Oh my goodness. I'm I'm happy. This I'm happy about that. This guy's cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we can hear, you know yeah. what I mean. I I love a beat that makes us shut up a little bit. Like yeah, like all right, we can't really say nothing about it. Just let's just move on. <laughs> let's just move yeah. on. Oh right. man. Who's next, bro? So next up, we got Caleb Lee. Is this a new person? It's yeah, gotta be. I, I ain't never heard Alabama. that name. And I guess this is called Be Him. All right, cool. Let's take a listen to it <laughs> on the Beekla Podcast with producers of her. Let's go. Club, let's talk about it. Motivate Marion said, Damn, what's, what's up? Damn, like, because it's just close. It's I like, I, I think, like I think secret. I'm gonna cut it. Not, yeah, but, yeah, I think I want to cut it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah, I mean, what was it? The chops was it? The, was it not the knocking? The chops were very good, it was knocking, but then the chops, like in, in the transitions, the chops got really busy. Yeah. A lot of things started happening. And then the main thing that like killed me about it is that like at first I kind of got it like the absence of the snare. Like there's a snare there that's like pieced in like with the chop of the sample. Like I get what he's going for. Mm-hmm. So it's like this subtle snare that's there and it was working. But nah, man, we would have benefited hearing a snare. Like it needed a nice snare with with a snap with a pop like mm-hmm. that we it needed that you know what I'm saying it was working at first but as the beat progressed it was like nah we need we need the snare so for that reason I gotta cut it and yeah like the main chops the main part of the beat was actually like enough like there was enough excitement in it to where it didn't necessarily need those particular changes that happened to me like mm-hmm. it started to get too too busy after a while okay but it definitely had that knock it had that feel so i kind of hate to cut it but yeah you gotta do I'm what gonna, you gotta I'm do sometimes cut it, yeah i gotta cut it uh people online are saying need a drum fill snare is yuck and shaker hat is annoying needs to filter that high baseline out and replace with a lower octave artificial av 
How you feeling about this? I feel like the overall vibe was dope, but the sounds, cer- certain sounds, like everybody else is saying, just needed to be changed, and it was cool. Something about that kick I liked, though. The kick was like, there. Like, it was just, it just needed to be, like, turned up or something. There was just but no snare to compliment it. It was like that gut punch. Like, <laughs> boom, boom. I like that. But, I'm going to cut it. <laughs> Tony, you feel any different? They usually agree a lot of the time. So, I mean, we're okay with disagreeing, but yeah, how do you feel? I, I, I would keep, oh, right. I would. <laughs> Lounge and chilling. I'm, yeah, right. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm really relaxed. Um, yeah, I, I would I would actually keep it. Um What's up? But it but it, it's it's because this is gonna sound actually this might be a reason to cut it. But it it, it just feels like um uh like it feels like it was going somewhere. Like it feels like like I, I felt like it was gonna get somewhere and I guess I'm being optimistic about it. <laughs> so so I would I would keep it because I, I feel like it's solid enough to progress into something really dope um and i feel like it's just a good foundation to work from um but my yeah i, I don't think I, I dislike it enough to cut it mm-hmm. so you keep it a little bit yeah keep, keep, <laughs> uh, keep a little bit that's what it is it a little bit uh and I'll, I'll, I'll say like as the like listening as a woman like a woman who's just like like would i play this yeah i mean i would i would play it so i like i'm also thinking about would i just like pop this in and like just vibe to it and i would yeah mm-hmm. so i'm gonna cut it that's it it just didn't move me I hear everything you guys are saying and such uh, I do understand that you know it felt like it was going somewhere but it just felt like I was on a rotary for way too long mm. I never got off so uh, yeah that's a cut from me cut from the Gemini so basically I'm yeah. Paula Abdul right now yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. yes. you on your own you island you can do we, it we, we call it Tony Island Population 1 uh, <laughs> wow. sounds like a <laughs> keep on submitting though that one just ain't gonna make it then. dang Dang, that was his first time, right? Yeah, keep yeah, submitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, definitely, I've never seen that name before. All right, let's, let's go one more. Who's this? All right, so next up, we got Non Plus with Prowler. All right, all the way from CT. Let's take a listen right now to the B-Club Podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go. Oh, 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 
let's talk about it. Anybody keeping this beat? No. <laughs> Can't keep this one. Why so? Anybody wish to speak on it? They chewing, so I guess it's just us. <laughs> what happened? Um, nah, I just I just felt like it didn't really move us in here um, today. Um, I don't know what that noise was. That was like some arpeggiated or something. I don't know what it was. That kind of threw everybody's face off. But like a car with like something on it. Yeah. But I think for me, even before that, the I, I love dark pianos, um, keys. Mm-hmm. But those just weren't working for me. Yeah. Like you know me, man. I, I hit the, the low yeah, side of that yeah. keyboard anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can understand why you named it Prowler. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, like I get it, but it just didn't didn't quite connect. He's uh-huh. talking to Mary. Oh, that's, that's exactly what it was. That's non plus. Yeah. Oh shit. Yo, non plus. You've been sending beats that like I I give it up for like diversifying the game. Like lately, you've been. Like, I think last week you sent something that was like, or not last week, but the last time we were here. <laughs> um, yeah, you've been sending some different shit, so salute to you, bro. Um, but yeah, yeah, this one just wasn't, yeah. I see what you were going for, too, but it just didn't, it just didn't connect with me either. The drums are cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we good? Mm-hmm. I'd cut it. That noise completely just threw me off. It just was like... I'm eating food on the plate and I came across someone that can't make potato salad. This is just. Or oh, you found raisins in it. Oh. Raisins in the Yo. <laughs> I have always passed by the potato salad with the raisins. I've never tried it before. Don't want to. Don't do it. Don't do it. And, and potato salad should not look like this. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so when you see the potato salad looking this color, like pass. a white napkin? <laughs> yeah, pass. That's how I felt. That's how I felt about that sound. It just it threw off my whole plate and everything like that. So uh, I'm gonna cut it. Everybody else cut it. Yeah. Cut it. Uh, we need a break, man, because I feel like we've had a, a couple of cuts, and we need to cool down from the cuts and get back to the whole keep it thing, man. Well, I had to keep it. Y'all just I was just outvoted. Yeah, that's so I, I feel fine about myself. <laughs> just, just, just so y'all know. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> so so let me ask you this: Being around just the producer community alone, have you even tried to dive into music, or are you kind of like, you know what, I'm gonna let that stay in that lane, and I'm gonna do what I'm doing to uh, connect the dots? I, I know my lane. I mean, of course I try. Of course, like, I mean, when we've done like workshops with kids, like I'm in almost every class, every like I'm always there. So yeah. um, I definitely tinker, but I'm not. That's not my gift. That's not what I'm brought here to do. So yeah, I can I can help curate a crazy battle that's yeah. what i can do that's what i'm good at well now let me talk to you about beat battles in general because we do beat battles as well um how important are they to just the producer community alone um through your eyes and in your opinion especially when uh, developing talent uh i mean so they're they're really important so we put we put a lot of pressure as i'm sure you guys do on on like producers just like being being ready right mm-hmm. like yeah. So, so we spend all of our energy, um, like we have the format and the format is what it is, but we spend a lot of energy making sure the right people are in the room so that when that opportunity happens, they are ready. Um, and so in that way, I feel like battles are really important because the way, actually, to be honest, the way that we frame it to people who don't understand the battle community is we, we call it like a job fair. Um, 
And so we're like, yo, these guys are going to bring their best. I mean, our format is a little different because we do team battles. So, um, so one person standing at the front doesn't necessarily mean that they are the only person that touched that beat. Um, but it's a representation of like their sound or maybe like they played a, you know, more of a role, um, in building the beat than the rest. But, um, yeah, the, I mean, battles are really important because for us, they're the opportunity rather than like sitting someone in a room and saying, listen to this beat, um, keep it or cut it. Right. We're like, come to this event. Like we do it all. Like you have a t-shirt for your team. Like we get jerseys for the team. We get people who buy the team's jerseys. So they're rooting for their team. Cause the whole point is to build a community around the producer. Right. And Mm -hmm. so you can't, I mean, you could stand on your beats alone, but it's going to be lonely for a while. Right. If you have other people who are like, yo, I know what your sound is. I'm coming to see you. I want to support you. We're from the same city. We're from the same team. Like, let's like, let's do this. Um, and so that's, that's been really important for us in getting producers um, connected. Cause like what happens when we travel is like a battle will happen. And then we like, we do a whole bunch of stuff. Like we do networking events. We do um, um, like in-store events. We do all kinds of things. Yep. And then like the, like the PRO. So like ASCAP um, in Canada, it's so can will also pop in and we'll be like, Hey, can you like support this person? Cause they're like, we're trying to make something happen with them. And like with a few of our producers, they're like, sure. We'll cut you a check so that this producer can stay a little longer so that they could extend their trip, for example, nice. so they could work in the studio or whatever. Right. So it's like the battles become a really good catalyst to just like bring the entire community together. And so we spend our time making sure the right people are in the room so that when producers get that moment, like they can just run with it. So is that one of the I wouldn't say perks, but like I seen something where I guess you guys had Team Toronto versus like Team Texas. Yeah. When when developing these teams, are they all different types of producers from the area that don't know each other coming together to represent Toronto? Or is it like one team that's just doing it in Toronto, getting sent to battle of people in Texas? Like, how do you guys come up with the teams? Yeah. So um, the producer community is so small that everybody <laughs> knows each other. Yeah. Um, but um, so the way that we do is we like do an open call. People submit and then we have our internal committee so i don't play a role in picking who's on the team mm-hmm. we get people that we would consider like we tr- we trust their judgment um and then we do they they choose the team and then we announce the team so sometimes they know each other sometimes they don't know each other but for each different battle and we'll have repeats like people know um you know we'll have people that come you know show up again and that but then we'll have new faces um so we make we mix it up and then each team in their respective cities will work on their music and then come together and battle and what is it? Oh, you guys uh, make them do stuff on the spot as well? Not anymore. Not not. Um, so the focus, because we do team battles, yeah. um, we're really focused on like fostering that sense of collaboration. Mm. Um, so like anyone who knows Wonder Girl knows that her drums are disgusting. Right. And so like, do you want to like you could listen to like eight Wonder Girl beats, but wouldn't it be dope if you got like a seven Thomas who's produced for uh, uh, Travis Scott and he produced work for Rihanna and whatever, right? Like got him with Wonder Girl's beats, right? Mm-hmm. Or Wonder Girl's drums rather, mm-hmm. right? Like that, like you want to see what happens when you bring different people in the room and like what kind of sound that that produces. Um, Fresh Kills, who is the per- um, the performer, um, the guest, at your last, um, yeah. yeah, the last show um, or last year rather, I mean, we gave him, when we did the live stuff, like we gave him routines that he's still, he's touring our like routines from our shows because we just really force like, it's that whole, you know, pressure creates diamonds kind of thing, right? So um, yeah, so that's kind of, that's that's the format is like, we work on the teams, each team works in their space and then they come together. 
And of course, when, like the Toronto versus Texas one was crazy because it was in Texas. Texas reps so hard for their community. Like they love and are loyal and Toronto still won, but it was a hard fought battle and that gets the community excited, right? Like yeah. like we had all, like Jay Cole's team was in the room. Like there are all kinds of people who are in the room who are like, we're just the energy of this makes us want to be a part of it, mm-hmm. you know? So. So let me ask you this. Uh, just with the workshops alone, do you teach, uh, do you guys teach producers actually how to go further with these networking possibilities because a lot of producers don't talk much yeah they kind of just like play the music and then they go kind of huddle off in their corner or whatever yeah. it is is that something that gets introduced to the people that actually come come through to yeah that's Peter a Academy? requirement that's a requirement like when we were like like one of the things that is key for me is like every producer needs to figure out how to make an epk so like mm-hmm. we say you know what you can find like we'll figure out how to write your bio and that's what we give you we're, i'm gonna write your bio for you mm-hmm. but like you got to pull it together like figure out what you like what you've produced where you're gonna host your body of work like think about what you're going to call your beats because that's a, that's important in how you brand yourself. Um, and then we're going to find a photographer for you and you're going to take some headshots and we're going to put it together on a PDF and you're going to send it out if people wanted to get more info about you or if you need to throw it on your website. So yeah, that's like, and that's also why, I mean, we have a really good relationship with the PROs, yep. uh, the performing rights organizations, because we're like, do you understand how royalties work? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. do you under do you understand what a split is and like what your split is if you're in this if you're in a room with five other people and you're the only person making the you know contributing to like the instrumentation of a, of the song? What does that mean for your cut? Right? Like, mm-hmm. who do you have that conversation with? Um, and that's like that's core to what we do. We actually focus less on the technical skills or the hard skills of production because we trust that there's enough of a community out there. YouTube is out there. You could self teach. Like the technology is such that it's so easy to to figure out if you want to figure it out but the the the, the stuff you can't figure out is like how do i cross over it so that i can like make money from this or get connected to the industry or land a placement in a tv commercial or in a video game or with an artist or whatever i'm very i I mean for lack of better words i'm very fucking impressed (laughs) 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 i think it's awesome because i mean we we we, we've been around producers for years and years and years. I mean, we've been doing the show for quite some time. And there's always things that we notice producers can work on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this producer may need to work on this a little bit better. Some people need, may need to work on their mixing a little bit better. But we haven't met everybody on this list. And I'm pretty sure there's still some things they need to work on. Mm-hmm. Like filling things out correctly. Because mm. they don't do that. Uh, is there something that is common across the board that you've come across as like, you know what, this is a big thing for producers. And the majority of them that I come across need to work on this area. What would that be? Um. So so stateside. Mm-hmm. Um. So when we did we did a Canada versus USA battle, mm-hmm. um, and it was twelve. It was twelve on twelve, um, and I think like nine of the twelve producers, and they were coming from all over the the country, mm-hmm. hadn't had a pa- like never had a passport. Like that was the that was the reason to get a passport. Um, and like the more we like popped up in cities, they're like, I just needed a reason to get to the city. And I didn't know any, like, I just, this is my reason now. Like you guys are creating reasons. Um, and so like aligning that with opportunities to, to like connect and network. So some people will be like, Oh, I'm going to do, go to New York. And we're like, what's happening in New York? Well, there's just like a bunch of publishers there. Why don't you go to like an event where you know people are going to be there so you can network? Like if you're going to invest your money in traveling, I noticed that like people are like, I just know that there's someone there that could make something happen for me. So I'm going to hope that I'm in a diner and I happen to meet like that's not how this works. Right. Like if you find a place 
um, you find an opportunity, um, like people, and also knowing the right ones to go to, right? Like you can't go to South by and think anything's going to pop for you, right? Like you can't go to South by Southwest and think anything's going to pop for you unless you have an artist wristband, which is like a thousand dollars, right? So you just have to be strategic. And so one of the things I noticed is that um, producers, when it comes to like trying to figure out how to make something happen for them, they're not strategic in like how they're going to use their resources, where they're going to be, and like being very clear about who they want to meet with. Um, because they have the music. Oh, and the other thing is, is like for the this is for the older producers. Don't hand out your beats on a CD. Like, stop doing that. <laughs> who I don't know. I, th- it still happens, and it's not a whole bunch of people. But it's enough for me to say right now. Like nobody put your fam, put your CDs away. Like that's that's not how we work. Um, so yeah, that's the other. USBs and business own. cards. What do you what do you recommend instead? Um, I, a USB, but like a, a really, so, um, oh, what's, there's a, there's a producer who has, um, an MPC USB, like it's an interesting USB, like it forces you to look at it. So it's not just like a staples label, you know, like a generic thing. It's something that extends to your brand, right? Like you have to think about branding in this age, like as a producer, you have to think of yourself as a brand. Even if you have zero followers, you should always operate as though like you are a complete package. Well, there you have it. A bunch of gems during the first half of our show. <laughs> um, what we're going to do, we're going to take a break. Uh, probably eat some of Marin's food over here that he brought in for us. And then I'll, we'll be back with Tony Morgan and some more gems. All right? Soundbridge Academy has created the first affordable, in-depth online music production certificate. We provide you with the knowledge behind the features, empowering you to use any plugin or production software out there because you understand its components and how they work together to create sound. You will learn sound design, audio processing, composition and sketching, arrangement and structure, and mixing and mastering. Don't spend thousands of dollars. Get the best education for a fraction of the price. Our free trial requires no credit card and includes unrestricted access to our course, the Digital Audio Workstation, which will give you all the basic knowledge required to start producing today. You are not expected to have any previous production experience and can learn at your own pace with lifetime access to the courses. Sign up today at soundbridgeacademy.com. Yo, this is Tony, and you are listening to the Beat Club podcast where producers are heard. Okay. We back. What's up, y'all? Let me move this over here. I got too much stuff going on. We got to get Marin a computer or a screen or something. I know it's like a feel important. <laughs> <laughs> Just something so you can push buttons, you know what I mean? Just push buttons, family. Shit, but nah, man. Oh, man. We're back from the break. Hopefully, you enjoyed your break, whether it was, you know, getting something to drink, uh, Rolling something up. I don't know what you do in your spare time, but um, hopefully you're locked in for another hour with us. We got some more beats to play, man. So I just want to know uh, who's on the chopping block next, man. Anybody from Canada on the chopping block? Anybody from Toronto? On the yeah. Oh, do we? <laughs> let me take a quick gander. Six, where you at? <laughs> Damn. No, 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 got a couple from oh, UK, DC, oh, no, Cali. Okay. I know they listen. Wait, wait, wait. No. No, 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 no. All right, cool. No, no, no yeah. We at number eight. Yeah. Alright. So this is Is this a new person? Gotta be, because I ain't never said this shit. Whoa. Hi. Okay. You got that, bro? Nah, I don't. I don't got that. Alright. Well, is his name is the Blunt? The name of the beat is 8 Trope. 
I thought it was height trophobia. Height or height. Hold on. Atrophobia? Yeah, atrophobia. There's a capital. Look, look. There's a capital H. Look down. What that is. All right, you got our attention. Whoever you are. Yeah, yeah. The H ain't in the person's name is Blunt Object. I get yeah, blunt object. Okay, I feel like we're on like a Family Feud panel, like yeah. discussing this. Hydrophobia. <laughs> <laughs> and they're from the UK. All right, so let's take a listen to it right now on the B Club podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go. You're fooling. Get up that ladder. Push me, Evan. Don't push Come me. Come on. I'm scared to go up high. I get hydrophobia. Sort of like you already feet. know. I, <laughs> if I throw my hand up, that means Maybe I'm cutting it. Yeah, we, we <laughs> like started talking play. about other yeah. shit. <laughs> like, yeah, it was no. it was cool, but it was just like dead and uninteresting. So, but it had Bugs Bunny at the beginning, though. Fam. No matter. That's my guy, but nah. <laughs> so that that's yeah. a cut. I'm guessing. Yeah, the strings are the strings are actually dope. Like the yeah. string part was super dope. If you like worked around that, like and started over, like around around that string yeah. section, the string sample, that it, it could be a dope beat. But what threw it off for me was just the drum, you know, the drum loop sound. The bass line was like off. I don't know. Yeah. So my energy a, went down. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, all right, um, Tony, you keep it a cutting this beat. I'm cutting it. Why so? I, I wasn't engaged. I mean, I was curious with the, the little Bugs Bunny situation at the front, um, top of the beat, um, but it, it didn't, it didn't really lead me anywhere. So, Dang. Tony came in here all professional with the earplugs and shit. <laughs> no, I actually like my eardrums. Oh, <laughs> I, oh I, I, like, you, you beat yeah, them up. A little damage. I yeah. have not been yeah, that's. I mean, that's another thing. Producers people, people been protect me. protect your ears. Yeah, no, that's real. real. We all need issue. to do that. We need to do it. I mean, yeah. and yeah, well, it's, it's crazy. If and we get a better sound, man, we definitely need to do it. <laughs> yeah. Shout out not, to one not bar. Not you, Sorry, Dimitri. Yo, was, <laughs> and I mean, shit. You, if you, you're talking to me, that used to be like you know at all the dance hall spots in front of the speaker. Next yeah, to the speaker. That, I used to Yo. be in front of the. That used to be my place to be. I have to be in front. I got to feel the, you know, the vibration. I be telling people like, yo, I don't know how you stand yeah, right you, here. If for you your eardrum shift. and listen to music, you, yeah, like, the that, way. That, yeah. Yeah. Yo, you have to take care of your ears. 
Yeah. We gotta get some earplugs, fam. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of earplugs, so is this beat cut? Yes, it's a unanimous. Yeah, it got plugged. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Michael Myers came through like. (laughs) Who's next? Um, so next up we got Izzy the Kid, and it's just called God Damn. Y'all in these names, man. Hold trip to Calabasas. Trip to Calabasas. Okay. I thought the name of the beat was God Damn. Nah, nah, nah. (laughs) And then he labeled it Trap Soul as well. So it's a trap. Alright, yo, we're gonna take a listen to right on the Beat Club podcast. Keep it a cut. It let's go. Beat club, let's talk about it. Anybody cutting this beat? I'm gonna. S- oh shit! Safe, keep it. Why so, man? Why not just keep it? Because I feel like it, need, it needed. It just it needed something. It needed a few things to kind of. Definitely, like I felt like it needed some more percussion in there to kind of change the pace up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like. To give it more movement. It needed a little more movement. But I like the pace of the beat and yeah. I like the space. The space was dope, but it needed something to add a little more movement. And um and it could have used a little more like musically too. Like it it, it it sounded like it was building up to something more musically. Like I could have heard like some keys coming in. Okay. Like it just sounded Absolutely. like, you know, it it was it was a dope foundation. But I just wanted a little more, so I I, I wouldn't cut it. But yeah, I'll pull out the safe. Where, where we at? Beat number ten. Something like that. Yeah, I can almost. I can, I can throw out the safe. I can throw out this the is this safe. is why I don't like when he goes first. Because he says everything. I wanted. I, want, I was keeping it. Now you got me like, damn. Maybe I should cut it because I <laughs> I hear <laughs> because I hear that shit now. I hear like it should have progressed a little bit more. Yeah. Like even if it was just the chorus and just got like it built up and. Like Steve Skyline said, if it had a steady hi hat, it's cool. I hear that now, so I'm cutting it. <laughs> Word? I didn't, I didn't see so that. No room for potential around here. Yeah. Maybe you're green and all. Tony, but I was vibing though. 
Um, people cut this. So the the title of the, <laughs> the beat was a good signal. Like I was like, okay, like you already told me where to go with it. So mm-hmm. it actually sounds like a trip to Calabasas. The suburbs of Cali. Yeah, like the it, suburbs it really, of LA. So, <laughs> so I think in that way, like the execution was was really good. But I I would have also have liked to hear like I think I would have liked to hear heard keys on that. Um, I think. I don't know. I don't. I think the pace of it, the energy of it, was really, was really good. But um, yeah, I would still keep it though. I would keep it. I would just, I just would encourage you to add, add something, add something to it. But it's solid enough to keep. All right. So, what, what's up, baby? Nah, nah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> like, yeah, more to say. Um, I felt as though it was definitely a vibe. Uh, I hear what you're saying on the keys as well. I feel like, like if an it. artist was to be on it, uh, <laughs> if an artist was to be on it, their voice could actually play uh, along with the keys or kind of take along the same melody and such. Um, I fucking Marin, man. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to stick to my guns with like what he said is just pulling me back in. I don't. I, I guess I don't really like it when a producer gets like one of those audio loops and just decides, hey, I'm gonna, just gonna throw some percussion on it and not do anything else to it. And I understand the safe keep it because of it. Because if they did something else to it, it would have sold it for me. So, because he said a safe keep it, I'm not gonna give mine. I'm just gonna say keep it. But you could do better next time. So that's a keep it from me, Tony. You kept it. I kept it. Safe keep it from Marin. Freddy Krueger over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sounds like AV Island, man. Keep it. You saying that though? Like, what do you think about? How do you feel about like the loop thing? Like, like loop packs? Like, I never used to pay much attention him. to them until recently. But like, for instance, out like um, short fuse and. Um, I, I, I keep forgetting he changed his name. KR, he yeah. calls himself yep, Andre yep. X now. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They when they were in Europe, I was watching them on live. Yeah. So they started engaging with me. They're like, "Yo!" So they, they're they're trying to cook up a beat together, and KR's pulling out all these loops, and yeah. like they're like super plush. Like they're just <laughs> like they're like playing out everything. Like you don't need yeah. to do shit. Yeah. yeah. And. And Shofi was like, yo, man, get them loops out of here, yo. Get them loops out of here. I want to do everything from scratch. Yeah. And KR's argument is, shut up, nigga. You sample. What are you talking about? It's the same shit. But it's not. In it, my opinion, it's what is not. Your, what is your... Okay. So because first off, you have to you have to find the source material. You did by paying for it, and that's why you have it. <laughs> no, you have to find it. No, it wasn't. Yeah. No, it's, it's like given you unto dig you. For it. Yeah, it, you hunted for it. It wasn't given it's unto the, you. It's the art of it. I first off, and, and then yeah, then you actually physically had to do it. Yeah, and you had to chop it and find the pieces that you want. Yeah, and yep. manipulate it. Like dog, this dude's like. I need a baseline, and it's like a bass loop, like playing. <laughs> yeah. Like this shit's crazy. So I, I guess my opinion on it is, I work with those from time to time, but I feel like you shouldn't just settle for what you were given. Do something. Yeah, else you got to manipulate it. it. Yeah, like I was working with the Lightfoot Pack, and yeah, he has exactly. some loops in there as well. Yeah, exactly. It's like just because the tempo's one hundred and three, boost it up to one hundred and fifty. Exactly. Do something different with it. Like add something to it. Don't just take someone else. Like think of this sauce. Do you spice up your spaghetti sauce? Or you just take it fresh out the I, jar. I don't use sauce out the jar anymore. All right, wrong person to talk to. You don't cook, Tony. You cook. I cook. All right, spaghetti sauce. I always, I always add my own flavor to everything. You have to. I, I never trust anything that comes straight out the box. 
and that's what it is. It's straight out the box. Yeah. It's straight out the the jar or whatever. But you guys aren't adding anything else to it. And giving drums, mm-hmm. bass line, and stuff is cool. But do something else extra to that because there's another person that has that same sound pack that's using the same exact loop as you are, and their percussion is different. There's there's nothing really separating the beat outside of just your percussion. And I feel like if me and you use the same loop, I'm gonna make sure people don't recognize the, uh, what I used and what you use with the same exact thing. I know I struggled with that with, with Lightfoot's pack. He had a couple of loops that were like. I was like, damn, do Dope. I just use this shit? No. <laughs> for one of them, I took it and literally was like, yo, I'm just going to low pass it and just try to just snatch the bass out of this uh, bad boy. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and, and like for joint, I used one of his like his drum loops, but I added my own drums in there so you get a little bit of a different Make feel. Make it yours. Shit. You can't yeah. say it's your spaghetti, you know, your secret spaghetti when you're coming fresh out the jar with the spaghetti sauce. I was like, damn, I got to hide Stop some of this using shit. the jar sauce, people out there. <laughs> fresh it's, ingredients. Man. It's so trash. Like once I started making my own sauce, it's just like, dog, I can't. You can't go back. You can't go back. Thank and you. it's so easy. Yeah, it is. Post it is. the recipe, huh? Post the recipe. I t- just put some. T- it's mad easy. I'm like, have you ever seen that dude Thug Kitchen or whatever? I'm like that dude. I'm just <laughs> like, I just throw shit in the pot <laughs> and let it work itself it. out. That's, that's literally all it is. If too. it grow together, it go together. Yeah, Shoot, man. make it happen. <laughs> But that's that's just how I feel about it. I won't buy. I won't hesitate in buying extra loop packs and such like that. But I feel like you need to do more with them. You're being lazy if you're just dragging and dropping this drag. You might as well just, I don't know, use GarageBand or something. Yeah. If there's I anything know. I stay away from, it's them fucking bass loops. Like that shit annoys me. Nah. Yeah. Play your own fucking bass line if you do. Yeah. Anything. I stay away from it all kind of <laughs> really. All right. Well, for everybody else that uses it, like me. Don't listen to. Aiden. I mean, I, nah, to I use I use them too. You just don't know. I mean, I, for, I just I, don't want to be in a situation you know where saying? like you're like, yo, look what I just like did, and then they're like, wait, that sounds like exactly. like you never want to be that person. Exactly. Exactly. That shit's embarrassing, bro. Yeah, it <laughs> is. shit's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, you're supposed to chop that shit up. I mean, for drums, it makes sense. And like, yeah, like, like chop them, chop them shits up. And who was it? We um we use MSX Audio one time. Their sound pack, and they they exactly what you were talking about. Like their loops are plush. They yeah. have every instrument imaginable in those uh in those sound kits and stuff that they have. Yeah, and, and the one that we had was what it, it wasn't a construction kit. It was like the actual. They were, these, these were compositions. Yeah. These were full-blown compositions. So and it's we, like, yo. We were chopping that shit. I was like, damn. That is like a sample. I don't want to use this shit. I, I'd approach it like a sample. I was like, right, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, chop I mean, this up like a sample. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not just let me throw some drums over it, but yeah. All right. Well, thank you for asking the question, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, it's man, a good thought. Who else we got, family? Uh, so next Let's up, we got, we got Bootleg. What's the name of this beat? Uh, Vegas? No, no Ego, oh, Ego. It's at the end. All right. Cool. Okay, cool. Let's take a listen to right now to B-Club Podcast. Keep it a cut. I feel like I ain't heard a bootleg joint in a minute. It's been maybe like a week. I mean, we haven't been here for like almost uh, two I weeks. Think we played, somebody played one during the battle too, right? Possibly. Oh, that's right. That's right. Doing the, yep, doing yeah. The so let's take a listen to right now to B-Club Podcast. Keep it a cut. Let's go.
Beat Club, let's talk about it. All right, anybody cutting this beat? Nah, I'm a cocky. No, wait, wait, hold on. We're not going to talk to Marin first. Tony, how you feel about this beat? Um, I, I would definitely keep it. I would definitely keep it. Um, There was... I, the, I just I really like the vibe of it. Um, I love the the tambourine. <laughs> like that. I don't know. It just it just caught me. I was just like, oh, is that church? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, so yeah, I would keep it. All right, artificial AV man. What'd you say about this beat, bro? Yeah, I'm gonna keep it. Um, my only beef with it, with the beat was like the chord progression placement. For me personally, just kind of was like, eh, but. Overall, the beat still had a good vibe to it, so I'll keep it. All right. Motivate Marin, man. Just keep it, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I ain't got shit to say. I, I, you know, I gave away my safe keep it already. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would I keep it. You know, there's it, enough room for an emo artist to do their thing. You know what I'm saying? What would Drake do? Cry. What would Drake do? On that? <laughs> no, sir. You know, what would Drake say to that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Just the idea of Drake crying. I'm sorry. Like if but, you opened uh, up the door and you seen Drake crying, would you close it? You'd be like, dog, what's wrong? Like, oh, that's just Drake. He's like, I'm upset. <laughs> uh, <all right>. <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> what's going on, Merritt? Nah, I mean, keep it. Just keep it? Yeah, simple, simple. I thought it was cool. I, yeah, it needed, needed a little more, but it's cool. I, I did feel like it needed a little bit more. One thing I can say, though, just from listening to uh, this person's beats uh, from the time we started this show i always mm-hmm. like to hear artists progress grow and try something different um and just knowing sometimes that when you try something different it doesn't always hit especially not right away mm-hmm. but it seems like you're developing like a nice little a nice little sound for yourself man uh, i like it a lot something different's going on in your life dude. yeah i don't like, know what's happening i don't know what's going on what you're smoking and what you're drinking which is like yeah, always yeah, when things though, are yeah. happening in your life yeah, yeah. you listen to something yeah, you ever been true. angry and make a beat fam yeah <laughs> Get yeah. pissed at my fiance, man. I go make a beat. Nasty. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> exactly, fam. You sound like some old 50. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to go. Uh, I, yeah, I, I guess I'll keep it as well, man. So is, keep it from around the room. Yeah. yeah Unanimous. to be on the mix. I keep it. <laughs> it's not too bad. And I was just telling uh, Avian Motivate Marin here that the last time we were on air two weeks ago, when we took all the beats live, we ended up having well over like 17 keep it that's which a was, record that is a record so that's our new record keep it in one show it's from amazing amazing so Shit, I, we've had writers block that didn't have 17 <laughs> <beats on. laughs> yeah from the month that's like, crazy you know right? what I'm we've had a, a, a month worth of beats that didn't reach 17 so, so uh so tony uh, we were talking um off air when people didn't hear but you outside of just beat academy alone you are also a speaker and a, she's an educator an educator and entrepreneur all together can you just talk about that for a second because i like to show different sides to people and you yeah. go ahead yeah yeah, talk yeah, that yeah. Talk. um okay so um so in in boston uh okay so let me uh, let me talk about the speaker thing um so uh one of the things that uh i have managed to successfully do is um draw attention to things and people and interesting things that seem mundane. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was saying earlier when I was doing the MC battles that I was doing it while I was living in a shelter. And that was kind of a narrative that really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was kind of like, oh, there's this girl who's like kind of homeless, but product- putting on beat battles. Um, and that just like opened up the door for me to do like a whole bunch of things. Um, and so I helped 
like launch a hip hop feminism course at a university. And that led to like doing a whole bunch of stuff in the education field. Um, and that eventually landed me um, in a place where um, I decided I was going to go to grad school and then crowdfunded to do it. So if you guys know, like Kickstarter or GoFundMe yeah. or whatever. So I, uh, I went from like this girl who used to live in shelters to like deciding to go to grad school. Um, and I went to Harvard for grad school. And so the narrative was homeless to Harvard. Um, but I crowdfunded and I managed to raise my tuition in two days. And so that meant that. Wait, hold wait, on one second. Can we put minute. an air horn real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Fam, I can't. I'm trying yeah. to pay off Navia and Sally Mae in 30 days. And I can only it toss was, a little bit. That's crazy. It was cool. It was, it was really cool. But that just, I mean. I mean, before that that crowdfunding campaign, I crowdfunded for Beat Academy, and we also like I we also launched a viral campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm not a crowdfunder, but I understand how to t- like how to talk about something that gets people excited and gets them to care about it. Um, so yeah, so I'm a speaker in that regard, and people ask me about like a what the journey was like going from that like from homelessness to Harvard. Um, but then also people just want to know like how did you. Like, how are you able to raise that kind of money in two days? Like, what did you do? So I talk about that. And then um, the work I was doing at Beat Academy became really interesting to people at Harvard because there's nobody out there talking about producers and beats and any of that in any Ivy League. Like, mm-hmm. like for real. So um, so then so then I uh, eventually found my way into the world of like music tech, creative tech. Um, and so here in Boston, I am... Um, I'm the managing director for uh, a center called the Center for Law, Innovation, and Creativity at Northeastern Law School. So that's that's what I do. That's what I do by day. I'm interested in in like the story. Like when you talk about, I mean, I'm there's so much. I'm sure there's so much like before Beat Academy. But like what I'm hearing is like to be living in a shelter. To, I hear my daughter calling me to have like that 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 passion for music or or the passion for for the art and culture to fuel you to get you through that situation and take you to the next level. Like, what happened before then? You know, like what was like what was part of that journey? Like right before that, like right before Beat Academy, like you know, like not to get all up in your business, but like, but get all up in my, but business. get all up in your business. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? To like, because you, to have that type of drive, like, how did you end up in that place and then for you to fight your way out of it? Because I think that's an important story to be told because a lot of people that contribute to this show are going through those kind of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think out the gate, like, I have always had a bad relationship with school. Like, always, always, always. Um, like I went to school and teachers called the police on us, right? Like that was just for hanging out at school, like not for doing anything, but like being kids. Um, and so I've never like in my head, like very early on, I knew that in in my head, I just believed that education wasn't going to be the thing that was going to help me. Like I was like, teachers aren't here for me. The system isn't built for me. 
I need to figure out another way. And so like being an entrepreneur to me was the way to do that. And I didn't know how to do that either. But I knew that people could take me at my word if I was like, yo, I'm trying to build this thing. If I build something that makes sense to people and gets people excited, then maybe people will join me. Um, So like there is an organization in Toronto um, that's called the Remix Project now. But before it used to be called IC Visions, Inner City Visions. And that was started by um, a guy who we were the same age, but it was it was Toronto's first hip hop rec center. So like anyone you see come out of OVO, like we all start everyone, anyone that you see is popping. Like we yeah. all kind of came out of this hub. We were like the second generation of like music entrepreneurs or creative entrepreneurs. Um, so like like so for my life, like. A, I dropped, I decided I was like, okay, high school doesn't want me. I'm not going to fight my way to stay there. So I dropped out of high school, lived in a shelter, joined a, a youth organization and was like, yo, what do I, like, what, what can I do? And people started trusting me with like things, right? Like they're like, you, we have a project, take care of it, like launch it. And I was like, do you trust me to do this? And then I got really good at it. So people started hiring me, like people started paying me consulting fees. Right. And then like, I just had the right advocates and the right supporters around me so that like when I got kicked out of school, so I got kicked out of school multiple times. Um, and then I, when I finally dropped out of school, my vice principal was like, you're never going to get a, a university degree. So you should just like be a hairdresser. Like that's literally what she said to me. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. Like clearly this is not the place I want to be. Um, And so, yeah, so, like, everything that happened before that, and, like, I'm, like, the eldest of a very young family. Like, my mom just broke 50, and I'm 35, right? So, Mm. about to be 36. Um, So, like, my family's young. So, they already, like, the school already had their idea of who they thought I was and who my family was, and they weren't going to, like, cut us any breaks, right? Like, they were just, like... You're like the rest of them. You're going to be a statistic. Um, And thankfully, like I had my mom, but I also had community that was like, once I found the right community, they're like, oh, we're not letting you go. Like, we're going to we're going to hold on to you and like trust you with a whole bunch of things. So um, so I moved out of the shelter, got involved in like a whole bunch of like youth activism, youth organizing. It was the same time as like an election um, and so like, I was like challenging politicians. Cause I was like, I have nothing to lose. Right. Like, I'm like, what are you doing for our homeless kids? And they're like, what, why? And I was like, cause you, anything you say, you talk about my life. Right. And mm-hmm. so that eventually turned into, um, uh, at the same time, like a lot of interest in like youth, like social justice stuff, which connected to hip hop. Yep. Um, so like we had IC visions doing its thing and like getting, like becoming Toronto's first hip hop rec center at the same time that like I was finding my voice as like a youth activist. Um, and then at the same time, like there was an infrastructure that was kind of being built around us. Cause people are looking at us like, this is like before social media. Yeah. So all we had was community radio. Cause, cause Toronto didn't have commercial hip hop radio. Mm-hmm. So, so we had community radio as like our network. Like we had to figure mm-hmm. out like who our allies were there. And that was like just a very underground like grassroots um community so that by the time like i hit 20 (laughs) it was like oh like i had completely pivoted out of believing education was going to help me with anything and the only reason why i literally the only reason why i decided to go back to school was to figure out how to turn beat academy into the thing i wanted it to be right like it wasn't like like i care about education and i've always worked in the education space um and as a professional like that is that's where my success is in toronto that's what i my projects have won awards i've won awards for that but i've always been interested in the ways that like people teach themselves and do for themselves Mm -hmm. and like figure out how do we build infrastructure so that people have the freedom to do that so yeah that's kind of that's i mean that's that yeah that's that's the nutshell. That's how she felt about education, and now nutshell. she's an educator. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how it happened. Yeah, it'd be that's like that. Kinda. 
That's got to be the change I mean, you want to see. So uh, let me also ask you this: In your opinion, why aren't there more women pers- uh, pursuing producing and engineering? Oh man, because it's a. I mean, it, that's this is a cliche answer, but it's like it's a man's game, right? Like, yeah, it's just the and it's and it's not like oh nobody's actively thinking about how to include. Um, women or anything like I work at a law school I do you know my focus is like cyber law and intellectual property mm-hmm. um, and even that space it's like a very like white male space but at, in my center most of our faculty are women um, and that's considered incredibly rare but everyone had to find another way there like like there are like our faculty are humanities professors who then got law degrees who mm. then focused on cyber law so whereas like guys can go straight into it we have to kind of dance our way <laughs> into the in, into the space so that we have like the credibility and the experience and like we ha- we can bring something to the space um and so i think that it's just be- i think one of the reasons why is uh, you aren't you don't see as many women is because um nobody's like clearing the path for women right like we get pushed into like my best class was coding and statistics like in high school those were the classes i was good at mm-hmm. but i got pushed into the humanities because girls don't do that stuff right mm-hmm. and so that like it and it wasn't like a it wasn't like someone said that to me directly but it was very clear in the way that i was getting recommendations for what to do in school or what to drop out of or what to think about as my future like i was i was the kid you know who like when i got when i was Um, getting kicked out of school frequently like i was teaching myself how to build websites like that's what i was teaching myself how to do Mm -hmm. and that was considered a terrible thing like anyone that caught me like oh look what you're doing like you're wasting Mm -hmm. your time like what do you want me to do so back i'm gonna age myself but like i went to high school when there was typing class and i was like you guys understand you understand that like i am so beyond this like i am coding the back end of a website like this is something you guys should be celebrating like not trying to threaten me like threaten to kick me out of school for so i think i think that the the way that we like socialize women and men around like the things that they can do like even like there's just like subtle hints that it's like oh maybe i shouldn't take this path because no one seems to be excited like as a woman excited that i want to do like coding and statistics like now it's all the rage but like you know, in the early 2000s, as like someone who was part of that transition generation mm-hmm. between like when there was internet and when there wasn't internet um, in school and like in your life. Yeah, like that was like a no, it was almost a no-no. So what would you say to uh, the the woman who's sitting in front of her NPC or her machine or whatever, and she's been making beats for a little bit and might have in the back of her head uh, kind of being discouraged about maybe not making it in the game? Do you... Have yeah. any words for that person? Yeah, this is a, this is going to be a bit unconventional in terms of my um, advice. So, like, one of the ways that I was preparing myself to make the decision to apply to grad school, to Harvard, was, like, I need to f- put myself in a situation that makes me feel very, very uncomfortable that forces me to stay there anyway. So I started playing ball at the Y with all the guys. And that was my way. That was, like, I, I know that someone's going to try to... I, I am not... I don't hoop like that. Like I played ball, <laughs> but like you guys know, like pickup games, like people are pretty serious about their pickup games. Yeah. And I'm like, that's going to be the thing that I throw myself into. Yep. And that's going to, and I'm going to figure out the discomfort and then, and then figure out how I feel about that. And that's going to help me make my decision. Right. Mm. And so, it, so the one interesting thing happened is I consistently showed up every single week. I showed up and like people eventually, like I was just part, I was just part of the, the group. And so one day there was this guy, um, this new dude who popped in and you know, we had to like, the, we, it was a new game. I get up and he's like, what is she doing? And I looked at him and I was like, whatever. I, I'm used to this. 
And then he's like, no, I'm not playing. What is she doing on the court? And everyone's like, what do you mean what is she doing? She came to play. What's your problem? And I, These guys had never spoken up for me. I'd never had a conversation with them. I b- barely knew half their names. A lot of them definitely didn't know my name. I yeah. literally only knew the Y staff. That was the only person I knew I got to know. Um, and in that moment, I was like, and so he was like making up a fuss. And actually one guy was like, yo, this girl shows up every single week. She works like she's like, what's your problem, fam? If you don't want to be here, find another court. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh, that's what happens when you just like show up. Like when you show up and people know that like you're committed to like whatever the game is, you're prepared to play it. People respect that. So I think with women, same like it's the same thing, right? Like just be prepared to be uncomfortable. But like people are going to see your talent or they're going to see your consistency or they're going to see your drive. And eventually like people are going to speak up for you. Right. And so they're going to make it easier for you to exist in that space. Even if it's going to be uncomfortable for you, people are going to make it a little less comfortable because they see what you're bringing into the space. Big ass gem dropped, drops Mike, kicks it across the floor. That was a whole man. Yeah, I'm replaying that shit back. If I ever have, have a daughter, to. I'm playing that shit for her too. <laughs> Just letting her know. Um, and shout out to shout out to the Y. Shout out to all the guys at the Y. It's you know what wrong. you should have did? Yeah. You should have if you guys ended up playing that pickup game. You should have dunked on homeboy. <laughs> or cross them. I don't know how your handle was. Well, I did, I did get everyone's respect when I blocked a shot. Like I swatted some dude, and I didn't mean to, but I was just like you so. You stared into him down. It. Did you stare him down? Like bop. Like I just swatted the whole bench. Just got up. And like so I think after that, they were like, oh, she's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after that, I had their, I had their respect. <laughs> so, so check it out. We're gonna play a couple more beats, man. I, I think we, uh, we got enough gems. I'm in good spirits right about now. So I'm, I'm hoping for a keep it. Yeah. Who we got next, man? That story hit me. <laughs> but um, next up we got Controversels with Try Again All the way from Houston, Texas Let's take a listen to right now on the B-Club Podcast Keep it a cut of let's go oh my God. Beat Club, let's talk about it. Artificial AV man, how do you feel about this beat, bro? Um, like I said off air, whenever they start sampling shit from when I was growing up, I'm getting old. 
And usually, how your old ass feel? Usually, <laughs> usually <laughs> I'd be turned off towards shit like that, but nah, I'm, I was kind of rocking with this one. I was kind of rocking with it. There was only like one noise in the beat that I was like, eh, maybe you could have turned that down or toned it differently. But other than that, I like the bounce. All right. I mean, it's not difficult to have bounce when it's sampled from Timbaland. Timbaland, yes, I understand that, but you still, know. but All still, right. it All didn't right. sound like the other shit. True. Had a different, way different bounce. All right, so I'm gonna catch this person mid bite. Tony, how do you feel about this? Grimy, grimy. Yeah. Yup. Cool. Yup. <laughs> All right. We're going to motivate Mary, man. How did you feel about that? Did you hear it? Yeah, I heard it. It, it didn't. It didn't really move me. It was cool, but yeah. I, I, I kind of felt like it's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. Mm. It felt kind of like that. That's what it was. Oh, that's what it was. That was the sample. Was the oh, sample. they did straight. They, they, they For, I didn't think. I didn't know. I didn't think yeah. it was like a straight sample. I thought it was like they played it over and it sounded. That's what it was. Nah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Damn. Well. Yeah. Do I need to turn it back up or cut it? No. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> See. I uh, did exactly what I said. It. Tony's saying cut it. Everybody's saying cut it right now. Well, you, I, I kept oh, you it. kept it? Yeah, I kept hey, it. You've been, you been standing alone, bro. That's cool. Um, I, I would say this. It was a good attempt. It does sound okay. But I wish you just would have done a little bit more besides that, like, that rewind or that slow down switch noise that you're using and that one part of the loop that you have. Uh, but I do appreciate it. But, it, yeah, I guess, like Avi said, we old, so I'm picky about shit like that. So that's a cut it from me. Cut it from room. What did you say the name baby. of the dance was? The shoot. The shoot. 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 The shoot. Like shoot. Oh, the shoot. Yeah. Because like just now, it was mad funny. The whole time you talking, I'm. I was like sitting there thinking, like, what did I just do wrong when I tried to do it? And then I realized <laughs> I, I wasn't kicking forward. I was supposed to. Be you gotta kicking. do it in the mirror. You need I was, a full yeah, length I was mirror. To be kicking forward. I was like, yeah, I was like, put my foot back and shit. I was, I'm mad old. Nah. You, you sounded mad when you said the shoot. <laughs> the shoot. Yeah. The shoot. What is that? What is that? <laughs> All right, so we're gonna cut this beat. I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, AV Island. All day. That's cool. I got my other personality. Fuck you. What up, Andy Parker, man? How you doing, family? Uh, who we got next, man? Damn, I, you know I can't say this. Hell yeah, That's you. obscure beat with heart of gold. I, I don't know where they from because they didn't fill out the information correctly. I know, I know, and I've been I've been giving people breaks with that too. Because something just says producers just don't read. But I think we need to. I'm going to let this rock this time. This yeah, is his first yeah, time yeah. they're on the show? I think so. I've never seen All this right. name. So. so I say this. If this is your first time submitting to the show and you did not fill it out correctly, we need to know exactly where you're from so we can show love. This show is all about showing love. And uh, we don't know where you're from. So please, the next time you submit, submit. Put in your location. Because if not, and if it won't be an MP3, you will not get played again on the B-Club podcast. So... Let's make this happen, and hopefully this beat is fire. So let's take a listen right now to B-Club Podcast. Keep it or cut it. Let's go.
Anybody cutting this beat? <laughs> I'm not going. I don't think I'm going to cut it. Yeah. Let's um, talk about it. I don't really know what to say about this beat. It was like, it's like it's there, but it's not there. Like, maybe, maybe it's the mixing. Maybe it's um, how you treated the sounds. Like, things needed to knock a little bit harder. You need more presence. Yeah. Sounds could have been a little bit more plush, but overall, like how you organize the beat, how you arrange the beat, shit was dope. I mean, we were sitting here thinking of Lloyd Banks, mixtape Banks, any of them mixtapes he put out in the past, like whatever, five years or so. Cold Corner, yeah. I keep it. I keep it. All right, motivate Murray, man. You keeping this? Into it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna keep it. I mean, I, I think it was, you know, just. I mean, and for the for the fact that like I kept some beats earlier today that were kind of like you feeling bad now. Not that I'm feeling bad, but I think it just has to do with the probably like the the, the way my airs are, are calibrated today, where yeah. it's like you know it, it just needs to be on the mix. Like it just it it will balance this beat will balance out some of the shit that is making the mix off today, and it, it definitely just it had that just that raw hip-hop element like where a spitter would make it work and i can forgive some of like the the sonics based off of this is the way we heard shit on mixtapes bro you know what i'm saying and like and you appreciated it you know what i'm saying so I, like i'm just hearing like the bars like i'm hearing like i can hear fab and jada just murdering it and it's like a regular beat it's a backdrop to the bars you know what i'm saying like the bars would be front and center but this beat has enough knock to kind of keep the vibe going that's what i felt like it felt like real mix it, definitely lloyd banks like you said but any of them any new york street rapper would murder that beat so it, it was it was good enough yeah man i think we're gonna start ruling you out to the very end of when we laugh the table dog <laughs> it just makes sense because i was sitting there like i was like i'm definitely cutting this beat but then you made me think about something, and I sat there and I, I was listening to uh, is it a uh, beloved? Um, yeah, beloved. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That tape is hard. Yeah, it's, that's man. some hard New York shit. And when you were saying, I'm like, yeah, they could definitely be on a beat like this, and I would pay attention to it. But it would be from the interest of the artist on it. I can probably say the beat alone didn't move me at all. If I had an artist on it, might stand a chance. So uh, I'm gonna just say cut it. Yeah, I'm gonna cut so it, but I'm passing it to Tony. What you doing? Uh, Keeping the cutting. So, 
So it's it it sounds it, it definitely sounds very New York, but in that way, it also sounds dated. Mm. Um, and so I'm I'm cutting it. So wait, wait, is this cuts over here and those are keeps? It's 50 50. Yeah. 50 50? Alright, so. What's, what's, what's social media talking We gotta go about? to social media. So Facebook and Twitter, you guys let us know exactly what the deal is. I know people really haven't been voting on Twitter in quite some time when it just came to the polls. Yeah. A lot of you guys have moved over to Facebook, but we need to know what it is when it comes to this particular beat. And if not, we'll go to our our man's back there, DJ Vodka. <laughs> Dimitri Vodka Vodka <laughs> To see what it is But we need to know If we're gonna keep Or cut this beat I I, I don't know I, Yeah I don't know I know Dimitri Wasn't moved by it Like that He no, wasn't Oh shit it. Smart boy came oh, through With smart the Smart boy So it's how a cut <laughs> <laughs> How you get two knives I didn't know That was an emoji Now I'd keep it Oh we got nope, balance nope, nope. I, that? Ollie. Ollie. Oh okay Ollie From that era <laughs> Yeah it was on the line, man. I don't know. Dimitri, man, would you let that one fly? I think I cut it. Nah. You think you cut it? <laughs> That's wrong with And we got someone else that said cut it, so it sounds Ex- like a... decision. Cut it. Yeah, I'm not mad that it's not on the tape. Yeah. <laughs> Me either. Let's get another one. Let's get another one. <laughs> Who we got next? Any... Uh, so next up we got... I need, I, need, I need some flavor. Surf Triple God. I definitely got to listen to this show because I missed the answer to the last question. And yeah. I'm curious to know, yeah. so I got to listen. Yeah, you know, was, I don't listen to every show. You know, after a while, you well, stop listening. You know what? Now I, you can listen listened. on Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> Stitcher. Stitcher. Google Play. Google Play. And SoundCloud. We're everywhere right about now. And if we're not somewhere, let us know so we can be there too. We gotta get on title, but anyway, um, yeah, we do gotta. Let's get on title. Let me make, let me check title. Hold on, exclusively on, <laughs> on title. <laughs> let's find out. You, tell us How about next. an exclusive deal? You know what I'm saying? What's, oh, what's oh, good? Yeah. We could talk. <laughs> we could talk exclusivity now. Yo, you know what? Why not? That, that might be the play. We got Tony oh. Morgan here. What's good? How can we make that play? Let's make that play. <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Get your business right. <laughs> you know, Who's next, family? Hold on, hold on. You go know ahead. it's funny when black folks go like this. You know they got some good <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got some good shit for you. I do that shit all the time. But anyway, so next up we got Andy Parker. Hey. Or Dr. Parker with Another World. All the way from the UK. Let's take a listen to right now on the B-Club podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go. If you step into his world with his mind, you will see it quickly change into a beautiful, exciting world of fantasy. Another kind of world, world, world.
Really dope. Um, all right, B Club, let's talk about it. Anybody cutting this beat at the table? Nah. No. That shit was fine. Really? Yo, Dr. Parker, that's my favorite Dr. Parker beat. It was fine. Period. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite Dr. Parker beat. I think that's like my favorite like submission from you. What made it your favorite though? Was it just everything? Was instrumentation? Was because the drums were knocking? Yeah, the drum, like it did. Yeah, just had that feel. It reminded me of like um, it felt I felt like Mom Deep. I felt like mm. you know Tribe. I felt like you know, but just in general, just based off of like all the beats that he submitted, and you know, just hearing you know hearing his growth and hearing the different type of vibes that he um, sends. That's my favorite zone from him. Yeah. That that was dope. I so. Yeah. That sounds like a unanimous from you guys. Yeah, the beat I was, was present. I, w- I would throw a safe keep it out there. If you heard Bandana pee on that, man, you'd be like, that might change your mind. I'm not listening to you anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was present. Unanimous. Keep it. Keep it. Who we got next, man? Can we get another one up in there? Yeah. 15? Yeah, let me see. Can we just pick one or are we going to go with 15? Who's I mean, this? Uh, that's up to y'all. We from North, oh, that person from North Carolina? Yeah, let's yeah, go. I they got know. the NC tag. They, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. So this is Never High Sounds, where it be like that sometimes. All right, let's take a listen to it right now on the B Club Podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go. Club, let's talk about it. Anybody cutting this beat? Anybody else? Because Marin say everything, so I'm not, I don't even got nothing to say about it. Just, just gonna cut gonna it. Cut it yeah. All right, why so though? Just it was the drums needed to be tightened up a little bit, and yep. just overall, it just I don't know, it just wasn't for me. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Tony, what's the word? I think I'm gonna throw out my safe key. Mm. Yeah, playing your cards. Why so? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I like, I like it. <laughs> I can, can see, see why now. 
<laughs> like, I can see. I, I, I like it, but it, there's there's something that's like off, but I'm not entirely convinced that it's off enough for me to be like, cut it. Yeah. 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 That's my final answer. All right, so we got a save key. We got a cut. Artificial wavy. I might pull out that save key too, because there's something I like about it, but at the same time, it was like something I was just like, eh. Sound like a layman's version or something. I think you need to make a decision, man, because people throwing knives. I safe kept it. You safe kept? You sure? Yeah. All right. It's almost the end of the show. People online are throwing knives out there. I I felt as though it was cool, but there was something missing. I'm not sure if it was more bass presence or something else to do with the percussion um, altogether, but there was something that was just a little lackluster. So for that reason, and I'm not accepting potential, I'm going to cut it. So I said, cut it. It was a safe keep. Cut it from you, Marin. Another safe key. You guys get canceled out. I think. I think it's just gonna get cut. I thought say that's like one yeah. key. There, there it is. We're going. Cut. All right. So we didn't have any beat of the week nominations whatsoever today. All right. Nah, but if we skip, I think we might be able to. I was actually about to wrap up the show unless you see like a, a certified. One more, winner. right? One more. One more. Right there. You think that that's what the force is? One more. <laughs> Let's give that a try. Mad pressure on this producer. Who All we got, right. fam? So next up, we got uh, Axe Battle Axe. And this is called The Stereotype. Let's take a listen to it right now on the B-Club podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go! Prototype. Anybody cutting this beat? No. I am not. All right, beat of the week. <laughs> <laughs> putting it out there, Mary. So Mary put it out there for beat of the Hands week. Hands down. Without a doubt. Yeah. Right. Yo, shout out Battle Axe for doing that too. Producers, see, we say that all the time. We right. say, yo, if right. you submit some shit, we critique it. Feel free to, you know, rework it, cook it up again, and, and send it back through. And he started that beat here on a producer challenge. He had about 20 minutes. It didn't come out how he wanted it to come out. And he completely reworked it too. He's like, he's he blew it up. I'm finding out that Battle Axe is about his breakdowns. He's taking yeah. his breakdowns serious. Yo, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, the Bro, odd factor and everything. The beauty of uh doing this podcast is I have access to all these beats. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> you calling it dibs? I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't use this. Uh, but I will play this though. Like I would, you yeah. know, if I'm spinning, Whoa. if I'm DJing, 
I would play this shit like as a you know this is a good way to get this song off in an upbeat tempo mm. you know what I'm saying it'll be a vibe like in the club yeah you play that shit people that shit that shit will ring off well, like I mean, a remix because it feels familiar but it feels fresh like yeah like mm. so you want to like ride with it because you're like this sounds like something I know but I'm gonna rock with it because I don't quite know it and then like later on so you're you not brought gonna leave the, the vocals dance in yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah exactly. that, yeah. that shit was crazy yeah. So I sound like, I guess Marin's speaking it for everybody. Tony co-signed as well. AV, I'm guessing you uh, you rocking with uh, Team Gemini as well. We all keeping this? All right, man. So it sounds like a unanimous. Keep it. And that's a Keep beat it. of the week, Marin? Since yeah, no one's concessing that? That's now. All right. So <clears throat> we can turn that one down for a second, uh, Dimitri. I just have two things I wanted to ask Tony um, before we uh, go into the show. Your, your IG is full of some quotes, Right. And I just want you to kind of elaborate on, on these quotes because AV typically gives away some words of wisdom towards the end of the show. OK. And uh, yeah, that's that's your thing. That's your thing. <laughs> I just want to ask you this. You had put know your worth and then add tax. Yeah. Elaborate. Ooh. Oh, um, Shit. yeah. So I think often as someone who is constantly underestimated, Sometimes you got to let people know, like when you step into a room, you got to you got to let them know, like don't often when we negotiate, like we're like, well, well, tell me what you're willing to offer. And I'm like, I'm not waiting for your offer. This is what I'm worth. And sometimes it's a bad like it's not the right move, but like whatever you want, you put it in the middle of the room and then add tax to it Mm -hmm. because chances are you're still not valuing yourself enough. So, yeah, I always, always tell people, like, don't give away your ideas. Don't give away your genius. Don't give away your energy. Don't give any of that away until you add tax and like really quantify or or like add some like concrete value to that. So, Jim, yeah. All right, here's another one. <clears throat> As you become more clear about who you really are, you'll be better able to decide what is best for you the first time around. Yeah, that was like I think that was like from Oprah. <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah it yeah, does sound oprah-esque it's, it's that it's that level it's like you know obviously like we're like oh if like if i knew now what i knew you know yeah. you know if i if i knew what i know now back then i would have done x differently and it's like you know what if you stay ready right like if you stay ready you can make the decision the first time the opportunity is presented to you you can mm-hmm. weigh all the options and go go full force so the the quote that i like to connect that to is um, thinking about my own journey and my own past, like be more loyal to your future than your past, right? Like yes. you got to think, you know, don't think about, you know, th- know where you come from, but don't use that or don't use that to factor into like what you think you're worth now if it's if it's not going to help you. So, so yeah, use all of that. Be more loyal to your future than you are to your past and add tax to it, right? Like to connect it to the wow. past, the past um, quote. Beautiful. So what we're going to do, um, besides thank you for being a part of our show, is we're going to pull up that beat of the week, uh, Dimitri. We're going to talk our talk. I'm going to start it off with you. Just drop in any social networks that you have, any websites that you want people to pay attention to. Uh, it is all on you. Okay. Uh, so go ahead. Let the people know what it is. All right. You can find me on Twitter at SpeakTony, T-O-N-I. Um, same on Instagram, SpeakTony. And if you want to find the Beat Academy, we are the Beat Academy on uh twitter on instagram and on social media we are beat academy toronto bet uh anything else you want to share with the folks or um yeah i'm gonna do a little i'm gonna gonna big myself up a little bit um you could also catch um 
the latest on Forbes. Yeah. Um, I did a little, I did a little interview about, um, again, this whole idea of like your self-worth and navigating spaces and being successful. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Beautiful, beautiful. Can we clap it on one time, man, for Tony Morgan just coming through? Thank you so much. You know, while the beat of the week is playing, man, we got to go to Motivate Marin, man. Just let you know what it is. What's popping, Marin? Yo, thank you to everybody that came out to the stew last week. Facts. Very dope panel. Very dope lineup of producers. Good energy. Dope performances. Shout out to Red Shade. She's incredible. Definitely got my eye on her and, and what she's got coming up in the future. She's a real talented MC, so look out for her. Um... And yeah, man, like I always say, man, love is the answer and the cure, man. That's that's really what it's about. We have the stew coming up. The grand finale is here. Mm. We have our finalists. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I'm not about to sit here and try to name all of them either. Um, but damn, I'll say this, though. Last year and this year, the best finale panel I could think of you know what i'm saying like these two years just like total package crazy crazy lineup of producers so salute to all the producers that made it to the finale it is sunday december 2nd at mm-hmm. wonder bar mm-hmm. make sure you go to the stewshowcase.com and yeah man get those tickets you can start getting those tickets from now um, and I think Bro, this week. We, yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt. I mean, you know, sure, when, and, the, when um, the podcast release, they can get the ticket. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Work. And um, and I, you know, I think uh, me and Loops deliberated, and I think we're gonna have an open kitchen at the. I finale. think we might have an open kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Um, so there's still a chance, producers. There's still a chance. Two more slots, maybe. That is the that is the discussion. If we're gonna add two more slots, and give. Two extra people a chance to win a thousand dollars cash prize, a title belt, plus a bunch of stuff from our sponsors, man. So, yeah, that might be a good idea, man. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense for us to do that and extend that love, and you know, just end the year off right, man. It's been a it's been an up and down year, but I thank all the producers, all the people, everybody out there listening, man. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Your continued support, man, is much appreciated. And you know, we do this for y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you know it's it's a it's a perfect compliment like of each other you know what i'm saying like we're nothing without y'all and ultimately we do this for y'all you know what i'm saying so salute to all of you for showing love submitting beats coming out to the showcases mm-hmm. telling your friends buying tickets people that buy tickets and don't even come and just like shit like that <laughs> like nah that's that's love you know what i'm saying like yep. i appreciate that shit and um you know, just much more to come in 2019. You know, we're regrouping and, and we got some some dope plans for next year. So just keep riding with us and and just know, you know, that we'll be pulling up to a city near you. So that's it, man. Go to the stewshowcase.com for those tickets for the finale. And um, yeah, peace and love. Artificial Avi, man. Any words for the people? Yeah, I'm going to shout out the producers on the panel. So first up was uh, Jay Demers and Dougie Flex. Mm. Episode one, and then we had um, Boys Cry and 16 Bit Spit. Episode two, mm. episode three was Self Serve, and um, season yeah, season three champion Elio mm-hmm. three right? Yeah, <laughs> can't remember. They're gonna many, do some damage. And then the past two, um, we had Soul 
and Eddie Random. Eddie Random came back out of nowhere like Jason and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he killed it too. He killed it. He was like he murdered it. Too. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's yeah. That's it's a, gonna that's be a, it's gonna be crazy. Panel. It's gonna be crazy. That's a very tough panel. Uh, um, shout out to Boys Cry, who's like kind of like the newcomer. Yeah. Like who's kind of new to the whole situation. So. Yeah. You, if you listening, brother, bring your A game. <laughs> bring your A game. Shout out Dougie Flex too. Word, word. Yeah. But nah, my words for today is about consistency. Is key. I think when Tony was telling her story about consistently going back to the gym and just showing her face and showing up and putting in the work, even though she wasn't really a baller, sometimes you got to do shit outside of your element just to show people and yourself what you're really about or what you can do. And I know that for sure because I've been doing photography for almost 10 years and there's people that have hired me only seeing me work in the club because I'm literally there every fucking weekend. Never seen my work. Mm-hmm. Never seen the pictures. I don't post them. Nothing. But they just hire me because they see me all the time. And I give off good energy, apparently. And they book me. So, consistency is key. Alright. Like I said, I don't ever have any ill quotes like that uh, after <laughs> AV. I kind of you know, toss it off to Marin and AV so they can kind of do all that. And having Tony in the studio, I definitely don't have to leave any quotes. I will just say that being uncomfortable... Uh, putting yourself in a place of discomfort is a road to comfort or the comfort that you want for yourself, man. So uh, in order to be successful, you got to kind of just get into a place where you just got to do what you need to do. You know what I mean? Like one it as one it as much as you want air. Make that shit happen. Uh, but besides that, I want to thank everybody that's been supporting us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, on all the streaming platforms. Once again, us even being on Spotify is a really big thing because now not only our show, but even the writer's block mixes that we put out there to represent the producers will now be on Spotify, which means your beats will get heard by a bigger audience. So feel free to go ahead and stream, add it to your playlist. Let's put it out there so people are aware of the culture that we're trying to put on to folks out here. If you have a producer friend that hasn't submitted to the show, tell them about the show because we're looking for more and more beats, more and more fire. So uh, because I can say it on radio, I'm going to say it right now. She.